You're listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring the Roman Catholic Archbishop of Singapore, Archbishop William Goh. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, for those of us who are baby boomers, or those belonging to the Generation X, we find that the world is changing so rapidly because of science and technology, because of migration, because of social media. And therefore, the views of the world, the views of life, today are very much different from that of those born two or three generations ago. And so we find that all those values that we have held to be permanent, to be true, all these values today have been redefined and challenged. Whether it is family, whether it is marriage, whether it is a question of theft. And so, my dear brothers and sisters, when we look at this world, for those of us who were born much earlier, can be frightening. And sometimes we wonder, where is this world going to? The trends of this world seem to appear to be destructive of humanity. And we feel helpless. But before we think that God's plan for humanity has been derailed and destroyed, this is not the case. Although we might not be able to understand the current developments in the world, today when we celebrate the feast of St. John the Baptist, his birthday, we always remind that every birth signifies hope. There is always hope. And truly, the plan of God will be unfolded, always beyond our imagination. The truth is that we tend to delimit the wisdom and the plan of God. Man's sins can delay the coming of God's kingdom, but can never stop the kingdom of God from being unfolded. And that is the theme of today's scripture readings. We are called to trust in the plan of God. <coughs> For as we have read, God will send his servants to heal the nations, to restore the people of Israel. They were in exile and they thought everything was over. It was almost impossible to think of the restoration of Israel. And God said, I will give you my servant to restore you all. And not only to restore Israel, but to be a light of the nations 
so that my salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. Who is this servant? This servant in Isaiah refers to Israel as a collective nation. It could refer to Isaiah himself, or it could refer to the Messiah. It does not matter. What is important is that all of us, in some ways, we are called to be servants of God. Just as Jesus would fulfill the plan of God, as into the second reading, that he will be the descendant of the Davidic dynasty. John the Baptist, too, was called to be a servant of God, to prepare for the Messiah. So all of us, in some ways, are called to be servants of God, to prepare for the coming of God's kingdom. But what is necessary for this to take place is that we need to have faith and obedience. Openness to the plan of God for us. And the plan of God is unimaginable. That is why it's important for us, even in times of hopelessness, in times of pessimism, we must believe that God is working. Remember the parable of the mustard seed. The seed is growing. And when it really grows, it will beyond, be beyond our imagination. And so too, the only reason why God's kingdom is delayed is because many of us, we lack faith. We lack openness to the plan of God. And this was the case precisely of Zechariah and Elizabeth. When the angel told them, told Zechariah that he would have a child, he did not believe. It was impossible because Elizabeth was an old woman, sterile, barren. How could she have a child? And he didn't believe that God could do the impossible. And for that reason, he had to remain dumb. He could no longer speak anything. God struck him dumb so that he can spend the next nine months contemplating on the word of God in silence. So that he will understand the power of God at work in his life. And today in the gospel, when John the Baptist was born, there was silence. The silence of actually Zechariah was the silence of the Old Testament, of the prophet Malachi. Because there was no more prophets. When John the Baptist was born, the lips of Zechariah were opened. And he proclaimed 
the glory of God. And simply because against all the pressure of the relatives, we must name him after the father. And when Elizabeth said, no, he's to be called John, and then they turned to the father and he confirmed. The moment when he confirmed, he got back his speech. Because John means God is gracious. And it also means that John does not belong to Zechariah or to Elizabeth. The one who names the baby is the one who is the owner. It means to say, therefore, John the Baptist belongs to God. And truly, it was because they believed. And Elizabeth and Mary, these two births of the babies were miraculous. One was an old lady, the other a young virgin. In both cases, the angels appeared. The birth of Jesus was something very great. John the Baptist was second to Jesus. And we see how miracles can happen for those who have faith in God. That is why when Mary visited Elizabeth, Elizabeth learned her lesson. And she said, blessed are those who believe that nothing is impossible for the Lord. And we are told John the Baptist, he cooperated with the plan of God. He was to play a second fiddle. He was not the Messiah. In today's second reading, he made it clear, I'm not the one you imagined me to be, the one who is coming after me. I'm not, unfit, I'm not fit even to undo his sentence. People thought he was the Messiah. He was the Elijah. He disowned. He could have claimed for himself. Why should he play the second fiddle? He was contented just to fulfill his role in life. And that is true for us. In life, we don't have to struggle too much. Just be contented with where the Lord has placed you. Every one of us, we have a place in the role of salvation. We do not determine where we should be. We should allow the Lord to determine where we will be. And if we cooperate with the plan of God, we will certainly find happiness. But when we are fighting with God against His plan, we create problems for everybody, including ourselves. John the Baptist was very contented. He was just the voice. He is not the word. That's why it was Zechariah who articulated the voice. He was just a voice, not the word. Jesus was the word of God. And John the Baptist was happy. When the word came, he left the stage. The humility of John the Baptist, having played his role, he left the stage. And we should be like that. We should not be clinging to office, to powers. When the time comes for us to leave, we live gracefully. When our work is done, when our mission is accomplished, somebody else will take over. That is why we should not be worried too much. 
Oh, maybe my mission is not here. There are still so many things for me to do. Look at the suffering servant. He said, while I was thinking, I have toiled in vain. I have exhausted myself for nothing. And all the world, must, my cause was with the Lord. My reward with my God. That's a fact. Don't think we have labored in vain if we have done our best. We just have to live to God. He knows who are the persons he will choose to succeed us, to continue his plan. We only do our part to the best ability where we are here and now. And after that, we too, like John the Baptist, gracefully exit from the stage so that the plan of God will not be hindered by our attachment. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring His Grace, Archbishop William Goh. This podcast is brought to you by Catholic SG Radio.